And now, a brand new episode of Script to Screen, live on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard. Welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Alan Mahana, and you are literally, we, we are literally counting down until the season four finale of Script to Screen, uh, as well as the counting down of the Script to Screen Evolve that you've gotten used to. You've just started getting used to this new format. And here we are throwing you another curveball for season five as we grow larger and literally take over your lives. Because Script to Screen, let's face it, we are not just a radio show, we are a life brand. We are just going to take over. It's going to be great. It's going to be epic. And I'm not going to be taking this uh, thing over all on my own. Uh, this is just like a pinky and the brain thing, except, uh, you know, we're both brain. Um, so uh, join me in welcoming the co-captain, the co-pilot, the uh, uh, um, uh, collaborator, the one, the only, the hod, solo, the chewy, solo to my Chewbacca. It's all over the place. I just, I messed it up. I'm just so confused right now. <laughs> can, we, can we do a take two? Let's <laughs> The solo to my Chewbacca, Hod Solo. Hey, Alan, how are you? <laughs> Is season five going to be a musical because you took like a musical turn? I don't know. It's just, it's you know, the excitement. Like, I like, la, 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 la. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's so crazy. It's so much fun. Um, I, I just, I cannot believe we're almost done with season four. It's, I mean, we said this last week and then here we are again. Oh, by the way, guys, you were supposed to be listening to our first spinoff episode today, but that fell through. Yeah, that did not work. Um, so, uh, due to some changes in our schedule, we decided, Hey, what the heck? Let's just go live and, and give you guys another, uh, uh, live episode. Um, not a spinoff episode specifically because we've got a lot to talk about today. Yes. We, two major stories. Uh, have hit the cyber realms, have hit the media, it's it's all over the place. Um, not to mention we've got a movie of the week as well, as mm, usual. Mm, mm, yep. Yep. Movie of the week. A movie of the week. Let's just skip. No, okay, no. Okay. What a megarific movie. What the Meg? What the Meg? I miss Meg Ryan, you know. She was good compared to this. <laughs> well, um, Meg Ryan... Then you've got Family Guy's Meg. Yes. And that's the scale. That's the spectrum. And then you have the Meg. And then you have the Meg, as you said. So it's like Meg Ryan, amazing. Yeah. Family Guy Meg, kind of neutral. And then you've got... This. The Meg, which I literally labeled the mega accidental mega comedy of the summer. Because what a laugh-tastic, flat-lining movie. But, but here's where I disagree with your title. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing as to how <laughs> horrendous it was. 
Personally, I mean, it could have been something much, much. Oh my different. god! The the potential in this movie, uh, uh, where it could have been, it could have been another cult classic, yeah, kind of gore fest enumerated movie, and instead, it was limited by a lame PG thirteen rating. Incom- incomprehensible! Ah, I can't even say it. Yeah, it, it made no sense. Oh my god! Yeah. What what were they thinking? I I don't know. I, I honestly look. I, I was very let down. I was very excited for this film. You yeah. remember? That, I was yeah. actually. You know what? I I'm, I think this film is going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to catch us off guard, and it's going to be something a lot of fun. I wasn't thinking it was going to be anything Oscar worthy, but I, I at least thought it would be an enjoyable time at the movie theater. True. And it wasn't. No. It was. Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were confused with what they wanted to do. Yeah, they were trying to be too serious or too funny or but but nothing nothing functioned. Yeah, I, made, I think this was this was kind of where the film I fell think, flat on its face. Yeah, I, I think with these movies, these are the type of movies where you have to go to extremes. Yeah, so you have to be very uh, violent, very bloody. Uh, m- why not some full-on nudity? You know, it's like very. Yeah, make it blunt. an exploitive film. Yeah. yeah, make it an exploitive film, just like Piranha did. But yeah, Piranha was fun. The it Piranha series was hilarious. It I mean, it's it so much fun. It's not the best movie, but oh it's, no, 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 it's, by it's any fun. means. But but what it is as it like itself as a film, it is enjoyable. Yeah, you watch it, you laugh, uh, you're, you're scared sometimes. You're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen in this movie? There's zero suspense factor. There's it's laughable. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's silly. And they had a cast that could have done something really hilarious with it. Yeah. You had Ruby Rose, you had Jason Statham, you had um, Rain Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, this it would have been like I would have I would have literally loved it if Rain Wilson was like Dwight in the Meg. Oh. That would have been amazing. That would have like, been hilarious. It would have been true. so true. great because he would. You know, could you imagine Dwight having to face off a giant? Like this would be heaven for yeah. him. Yeah, you know what I mean. But instead, it was just it took itself too seriously, and that's what I said in my review mm. is that it, it, this is the film's biggest flaw. Yeah, is that it took itself too seriously. I was while writing the review, I was looking at the trailers for the Piranha movies, and I was like, this is what this film should have yeah. been. It, uh, this is exactly what this film should have been with a bigger budget, where the the graphic, because like, visually the film is it's great. very interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. great visually. It's just the narrative that completely blows, absolutely bubbles and, out of the water, and and the characters are so cliche. I mean, Rain oh, Wilson man. is the millionaire which doesn't care and wants to make the best out of it, and you have an African American guy with the jokes every two seconds, which are very bad very jokes. stereotypical, yes, yes. horrible cliche uh, oh jokes for. Uh, where are the virtue signaling, uh, uh, Hollywood? Mm? You know, uh, racism, whatever. Where are they right yeah. now? Because this. Is, this is what you don't want. Yes. You know, the, 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 what do you call it? It's, he's the, um, it's like he's the uh, iconographical black, you know, African American character. He's, he's like he's the, the black the, comic relief. Yeah, it's uh, so terrible. But except, except he wasn't a comic or a relief in no. either of them. Because the jokes were just oh, lame. Oh my God. And the storyline is, is just, you expect what's going to happen. I mean, and here's the, this. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry. And the, because it's a collaboration between a Chinese studio and mm-hmm. an American studio, mm-hmm. so th- they had these Chinese characters which w- didn't bring anything to the story. And they were terrible actors, and too. They were not good actors. I mean, the, 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 I think- mo- the, the movie, sh- logically, in a perfect world, should flop. I doubt it will. No, it won't. It'll, I, I can imagine. Yeah, that w- it won't. We talked about this. I can imagine a sequel. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I can see, you know, the Meg to return of the Meg. Yeah. <laughs> the Meg returns. The Meg strikes back. I'm trying to think, but I have nothing. Right nothing, now. yeah. Blanks. I, out, of, out of all, which is essentially what the film was. Yes. Um, out of all the uh, uh, actors in this film, I think the young girl was the best. And she wasn't that good either. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, but, but you know, um, maybe that dog. The dog was the greatest actor. Actually, I think the shark was the best. Yeah, the shark um, itself. And and what's sad with this film? What's sad is that they actually shot more gruesome deaths. Yeah, it was. I mean. Uh, in an interview, John Turtlelove actually said, we shot and even did a lot of visual effects for gory scenes. We just realized there's no way we're keeping this PG-13 if we show this. So they were limited, and I can guarantee you, they were limited by a Chinese by the Chinese producers yep. to keep this PG-13 because they don't want to see any blood or gore or exploitiveness or anything like that. And this is, I think this is where the film uh, literally failed. No, and... Obviously, a PG-13 is going to make more money than a rated R film. I mean... It has a wider audience. More people are going to Deadpool, watch it. Deadpool, Logan. But compared to other movies... Yeah, but I mean, look, they, at, look at the money with, with Piranha. Piranha, if, if they didn't make as much money as, as you're saying, that you would, they but, wouldn't have made but let, let's, those let's, four films. But, but let's see uh, in a month. Let's talk about this again and see how it performs in the box office compared to the other movies. True. If it does more... Okay. Or less. But I have a feeling it's going to get much more money, has a wider audience, but it's going to do so well in Asia. Oh, that uh, for sure. Because they love, uh, they love monster movies yeah, of this kind. Yeah. You know, Godzilla and, and all that. It started there. And there's another thing you shared with me about this movie wanting to be made over a period of 10 years. Yeah, it actually took, um, uh, let me find the article real, real quick. Because, uh, actually, not 10 years. It actually took... Um, Long, longer? Yeah, it took 20 years to be made. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, you know, in hindsight, you think about it and you're like, oh, I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate their effort. Uh, you know, uh, A for effort, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's somewhere here, somewhere here, somewhere here. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's one of those cases where uh, it's not worth the wait. Oh, absolutely. 20 years and you expect like, okay, they waited, they waited, and finally they're going to do it and it's going to be good. It's going to be everything you ever wanted. And Why can't I find the article now that I want it? Ugh. The internet. The internet. The internet. Oh, there it is. Um... Yeah, the twenty-year journey. It's it's an actually an, an article on Wired.com uh, that came out. Um, uh, the twenty-year journey of the Meg, the movie, the internet wouldn't let die. And if you actually read this article, um, first off, the Meg is based on a book, which yeah, is weird. Is already you know big question mark number one. And then it was supposed to be directed by the guy that did Speed. The, the director John, John that did, DeBont. yeah, uh, uh, John, uh, uh, Jean DeBont, yeah. He did Speed and Twister. He was supposed to be directing this film back in the 90s, mm -hmm. and then it flopped. And then years later, it was picked up, um, and um, in the 90s, uh, okay, that was when he was supposed to do it. Um, and then... It was supposed to be picked up again. It was picked up again in like early 2000s, but then Deep Blue Sea came out. So Oh, so late 90s. And yeah. then Deep Blue Sea came out, so they, they opted from doing The Meg. Um, but throughout this entire time, 
online was starting to come up. So mm-hmm. uh, the fans of the book and that have been waiting for this movie to be made kind of continued to be talking about it online. And then in 2004, they were almost going to do it. And then it it fell apart um, because uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro was attached to it. Um, there was a script that was written, but then the script kind of made it look like Moby Dick, but with a shark mm. instead of uh, uh, what the Meg was. And then finally, um, you know, they got to a point where uh, uh, they did it now with yep. John Turtelop. And maybe but it took and 20 years to make. And <laughs> maybe they should but have was it even, made yeah, it. You I know, know, like maybe they should have maybe karma or, or fate or the world or destiny was trying to tell them that don't make this movie. I, I don't know. They, I mean, I would have given up. They, Instead of do this, they, they I just, mean, like they, they made it and it turned out to be very bad. I mean, again, go watch it. Yeah, who of course. Knows? Because hey, hey, you know, uh, th- these are our opinions. You, you guys might see it differently. Yeah, I've, you I've guys had, might enjoy it. I've heard a few people like on my Instagram when I put the review. Some of people liked it, so why not? Why yeah. go check I mean, it out again? Forge your own opinion and let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Absolutely. Too. Script to screen here is yes. We are telling you our opinions, but they are at the end of the day. These are my opinions and Hod's opinions, and that should not stop you from going to watch the film. Because if if there is one opinion that we can all agree on is that you need to be watching movies. Exactly. And uh, because you know, the conversation will end the moment you stop watching movies. Um, speaking of uh, great white sharks. <laughs> Except in the business world. Mm-hmm. Well um, uh, Disney finally uh, lifts its curtain up on what Hollywood is now nicknaming Disney Flicks, mm. um, which is the streaming service, uh, Disney's streaming service, the much spoken about, talked about, rumored about uh, um, uh, streaming service. Um, and, and they started kind of talking about what they are planning on having on, um, uh, on the streaming service. Wow. Well, uh, on the service. Yeah. On that the service. Stream, that streams online. That's true. <laughs> um, so it, it's rather, it brought up some really interesting things. Um, specifically we, we, I know we've been talking about Disney and Lucasfilm a lot lately, but they are, I mean... They're in the news. They're in the news a lot. Yeah. So um, uh, as much as we would love to to say that we don't want to be talking about them all the time because we don't want you thinking that we are obsessed with them, although we are kind of obsessed with them, um, it's really, the news is not really working in our favor. <laughs> no, no. And, and this is, again, like like I've said before, this is p- a pivotal moment in movie history. Yeah, and, 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 huge. And, uh, series history, online history, mm-hmm. and this is why we have to cover these topics. We have to talk about them. I mean, th- this is huge. Disney is is opening their own uh, online service. streaming service. Yep. So, so imagine a Netflix, but it's a Disney Netflix. That's why it's called Disney Flix. With well, they're all, nicknaming that. I don't yeah. think it's the no, official no, it's name. Their, it's yeah. not their name. Yeah, people are calling it that. With all their properties, which means everything under the Marvel umbrella is going to fall, everything under Lucas Films is going to fall, everything under Disney Films. And now with the whole 20th, 20th, well, 20th century Fox buy. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how that is going to work into uh, into all of that. That is just, it's, just crazy. It sounds complicated. And, yeah, and extremely we've been reading complicated. up on this and what goes where and it is confusing. 
very confusing. Okay, so so let's kind of take it take yeah. it uh, point by point by point. Uh, one of the things um, that um, uh, Strauss, uh, who is essentially he's, yes. he's in charge of this. I'm, I'm trying to find his his first name. Uh, Rick Strauss, Ricky Strauss. Um, uh, he is basically stressing that quality is going to be critical. So mm -hmm. for their for whatever original stuff that they're going to be putting on the streaming service um, or Disney Flix, let's just call it Disney Flix for now, yeah. uh, whatever they're going to be putting on there that is original, they are really focusing on uh, making sure that it's quality work um, and it's not whatever. Um, yeah, but I mean, it could be a lot of blah, blah. I mean, who's going to say we're going to, put crappy works everyone's gonna well yeah but i mean uh, i mean that's uh, at least he can say that yeah it's sure, like you, sure. Go, you go to a restaurant and you ask them is this good of course they're gonna tell you it's good they're not gonna tell you my product is bad really yeah okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so okay so he he wants to focus on quality and that quality is going to be very critical um and then we we this is the most we've gotten about the live-action Star Wars show, which mm -hmm. which is going to be one of the first original things on um, Disney Flicks. The, the one by John Favreau. The one directed by John Favreau. Yeah. The live-action Star Wars, mm -hmm. um, and is expected, to, which is expected to cost a hundred million dollars for ten episodes. for ten episodes. So that's literally. 10 million. 10 million per episode, which is, that is a big chunk of change. Yep, that's a lot that of money. That they're putting into this, um, hey, I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it is kind of, it's, it's a lot of money. Um, so there's going to be that. Um, they're going to be shifting everything uh, as far as Marvel films from Netflix to Disney Flix. But that happens just to the new properties after Captain Marvel and everything else stays on Netflix? That, that was something well, it's, that... Well, it'll... Yeah, but here's the thing, and this is kind of something that I'm foreseeing, is that yeah. they're going to keep it on Netflix until those contracts run out because, and, again, yeah. the license runs out, mm -hmm. and eventually they'll shift over Back. to okay. Disney. Um, what is literally staying on Netflix right now is the Marvel TV series. Yeah. So those are... The serialized Marvel content is staying on... Netflix. So the Daredevil, Daredevil Luke uh, Cage, J Jessica James, uh, Jessica Jones, Jones Luke Cage, uh, the Fist. defense, uh, the defenders, Iron Fist, the Punisher, Punisher. Those are all staying on Netflix, and I can understand why because they're not necessarily uh, kid friendly. Yeah, they're very gory. They're very so violent. I get that, and 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 that's perfectly fine and and, and all good. Um, but all the Disney movies have already, I think they've already been pulled from Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them are being pulled. They're not completely pulled off yet. Um, so there's that. Um, what else are we, what, what other points are we, are we hitting on here? We're, we're hitting on, well, they also own, well, now Disney owns Hulu. Yeah. So they're going to have shows. This is the confusion for me. Because, okay, they have their own streaming platform, and then they have their shows like The Simpsons, which is owned by Fox, which is now owned by Disney, and they, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be aired on, on Hulu. And, I mean, how, how do you keep track of everything? Where, where do you watch? What do you watch? It's just, again... Well, too, too well here's the thing. So, so Hulu, uh, um, um, because of the Fox deal, yes. Hulu is now under the Disney branch, but it will remain Hulu. Hulu. Exactly. And the content that's on Hulu will stay on Hulu. Yeah. Um, so, um, and as far as like what the rating of this content, it's, it's staying the same. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be changing or anything. Um, so that's staying the same. Yeah. Um, by the way, did you know what that number was for the purchase? 
a fox because it's in this article. Uh, I hadn't read it before now. No, tell me. I, I read uh, the it's, article. It's, uh, it's $71.3 billion. That's it? Come on. I mean, they could have made an effort. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, $71.3 billion is what uh, Disney paid for Fox. Wow. That's insane. Um, so, okay. So there's, so there's that stuff. Um, there's also... Um, there's going to be there's some some reboots of, of shows owned by Fox like or or movies like um, uh, Three Men and a Little right. Baby. Right, so they're going to do a, an original uh, Disney streaming movie, Three Men and a Baby. They're remaking that. Um, uh, there was another one also that I read. Um, let's see. They're doing a film called Noel, which is yeah. starring Anna Kendrick as Santa's True. daughter. True. Uh, the Paper Magician, um, and then Star Girl, which is based on a young adult novel. And then a new take on Don Quixote. Yeah. Um, and they're also, um, uh, most of the series that they're doing originally for the, the, the service is going to cost uh, somewhere between, uh, uh, most series will cost somewhere between $25 million to $35 million. Already in the works are an episodic spinoff of High School Musical. And Monsters, Inc. And Monsters, see, this is interesting. I, I mean, Monsters, Inc. TV show sounds kind of, huh. Could be interesting. Could like be interesting. The years after university and before... And before be- Inc. Or I would even... I would be interested to see what happens post-Inc. I've always wanted to see what happens post-Inc. Also, that could be interesting. Um, but because at the end of Monsters University, you see the pictures of them starting out in the mailroom and then evolving as janitors and then... Uh, becoming employees. Uh, oh, interesting. Oh, so that would be an so interesting kind of... Okay, okay. Um, there's going to be Marvel-themed shows. Yeah. That's for sure. The Muppets are getting a new series as well um, on the service. There's going to be the new season of the animated uh, series Star Wars The Clone Wars, which is going to be the final season of um, of that animated series. They're doing a live-action Lady and the Tramp exclusively for that uh, streaming service, which confuses me. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you not release that in the movie theater? That's very interesting. Also, The Sword in the Stone, which is one of my favorite yeah. uh, classic um, King Arthur D- Disney films. Um, and then including the 5,000 episodes of all Disney branded television shows. So I'm guessing Boy Meets World is going to be on there. Smart Guy, That's So Raven, Lizzie mm-hmm. McGuire, all of this stuff will probably get back onto the Disney streaming service, which is awesome because a lot of us fans, like this is making me want to join the service because of all of these things, like to have access to those older shows personally. Yeah, I mean... Going back down memory lane, watching Boy Meets World, uh, uh, all these shows would be nice. Now, how are they going to organize it? It's very flu right now. It's very yeah, yeah, unclear. It's still not 100% it's, clear, it's very, but this is the most information we've got about it yeah, since they yeah. uh, announced it. Uh, what was it, like last year? Mm-hmm. And now with the whole Fox uh, intervention, that also confuses things a bit. But I think they have enough content at this point. They have enough. Oh my God. Uh, they have. They have the Disney archive. That alone will, would yeah. would uh, uh, you know fill up their 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 menu, <laughs> the menu screen. You know, uh, what Disney film would you want to watch today? Um, but uh, you know, it's 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 interesting to see what they're trying to do with this. I like the fact that they're kind of aiming it for families to kind of enjoy. Um, uh, the Disney brand, if you will, uh, but alongside the Marvel stuff and and all the other side side stuff. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, no, no, I know, I know what you mean. But then again, 
I'm worried about. We, we talked about this, I guess, last week. The handling. The the handling. Yeah. And and, and the the brands they have right now, mm. uh, because of the Fox buyout, like Die Hard, like. Uh, uh, the, the, the list was so long, but, but what are they going to do with these movies? Where are they going to put them? Uh, will they be on Hulu? Will they find a loophole to put them on that? Because I don't see these films airing on a on Disney flicks. No, no, no. I, I look. I, I doubt. I doubt. I doubt that Disney is going to be airing Die Hard or Predator mm. or whatever. Yeah. They're going to be putting those. I think if anything, they're going to be pulling those. I don't know if Hulu has movies. Do they have movies on? Hulu? I don't think so. But I don't that, think so. But that could become a thing. I it mean. could become a thing. Um, it could definitely become a thing. Um, and then uh, as far as like. What's going to happen with with Disney now being kind of in charge to these films? Again, I highly doubt they're going to be interfering because it's going to come under the 20th Century Fox logo. The logo is not going to go away. That brand is not going to go away. It's just owned by... A bigger brand. As long as you don't see the castle thing at first, I think. Yeah, no, I, I highly doubt that that's going to happen. I highly doubt that's going to happen. See the castle. People were very yeah, but people were very very nervous that they were going to see the castle in the beginning of the new Star Wars films because yeah, it's now true. under Disney. True. But you don't see the you don't see that um, uh, you don't see the castle on on the Marvel films. You're not going to see the castle in the the Lucas films. You're not going to see the castle in the 20th Century Fox. Let's hope so, and um, unless they try to blow it up and then Bruce it's Willis. Just not Gonna, you know, at the bottom, it's probably not going to say a Fox uh, company. Mm -hmm. It's going to say a you know Walt a Disney Walt Disney company, company or a Buena Vista company because Buena Vista is actually yeah. the higher um, you know the yeah, yeah. tentpole thing pyramid. Yep, got it. All we can do at this point is wish that wish uh, upon a star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All we can do is is wish that uh, Disney knows what they're doing, uh, that they won't um, um, wreck. What what we love about the Disney brand um, that it won't be too much for them to handle, and uh, that that's all we can do at this point. Again, we can hope for good movies, good content. Yeah, because that's what we want at the end of the day. And and hopefully this won't unify or like you know monochrome give us mono content. Yeah. You know, like just with one particular perspective. So our second segment, um, Oscars woke all of a sudden. <laughs> What is going on? What, what, what is happening in Hollywood? That's what I want to know. What are they, are they, are they drinking some, is there something in the water? Like, I don't, is there something in their food? Is the vegan diet really hitting them hard? Uh, I don't. It's very I, creepy. It's very scary. What's wrong with you, Hollywood? What, what is happening? I, like, okay. So, so clearly. So yeah, what's the story? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, let's, let's, let's explain to you screeners what we read. <laughs> over the past couple of days uh, and why we're so um, flustered over this. So um, the Academy um, essentially announced earlier this week that there are going to be some changes happening uh, uh, for the Oscars. And the tweet, uh, which came from the Academy's Twitter account, uh, said this. Changes coming to the Oscars. First off, uh, really, are we playing off the changes coming? Like, mm -hmm. is this like what? What are you Game of Thronesing this? Okay, so changes coming to the hashtag Oscars. Uh, here's what you need to know. Like, <laughs> okay, right? The this, this start of this sentence is, is a little like it's so high school. Like, here's what you need to know. You know, attention, like, please. Attention, please. Okay, so a new category is being designed around achievement in popular film. That's the first one. So we're gonna we'll tackle these in a second. Yep. 
The second thing, we've set an earlier aid air date for 2020. Mark your calendars for February 9th, which is almost like 10 days earlier than, than what it used to air. But that's not until 2020. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we're planning a more globally accessible three-hour telecast instead of the four. Yep. So they've shrunk it an hour. They've um, um, set it earlier in the year. And then the most confusing of all is that the Oscars will be giving a statue based on popularity so that those poor, poor, poor I love the word usage of the, you know, I love the usage of the word poor here. Poor mountains of box office money won't be lonely anymore. This is what Andy, uh, uh, Andy Richter said. He's an actor and a writer. He's uh, literally, he's mocking. Yeah. You know, um, but this is what's happening now. The Oscars is giving a fi- uh, an Oscar for the most popular film. Do they understand how rude and, 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 offensive this is for the best picture winner not just that i mean for me that is not the main problem but this is an issue but my issue is there they want to create categories there are so much more people who have merit look at for example a category i wish had existed long time ago and i wanted to exist are stuntmen stunt people yes. these people die yeah, yes. These are people that put their lives physically at risk for your entertainment, for your amusement. Don't these people, uh, like, like, I'm sorry, but deserve some kind of acknowledgement? Or, yes. or, or, or casting directors. Or casting or, directors. Or these people go through thousands and thousands of, of people. Of actors of to actors pick. And to pick Amen. the person for the right role. So Amen. there are priorities before coming up with... Uh, most popular, popular film. And as you said, what you said is absolutely right. What an offense to the best picture. Uh, so, speak, so, what's the difference between the best picture now and the best popular? And, and to, to mention another category, yeah, yes. I, I was surprised. I thought you were going to mention it because I know how much you love him uh, as an actor. But um, uh, hello, best motion capture performance, yes, maybe? Yes, yes, yes. So absolutely. that Andy Serkis can get the Oscar that he's deserved since the first Planet of the Apes? Absolutely. You're, you're like 200% right. And I think their problem is, is a question of ratings. It, oh, yeah. It's not, it's, not a, a, it's not a question. It is a ratings problem. So they're, they're trying to make it more yeah, relevant. So their four hours is going to three hours. During commercial breaks, apparently, they're going to be giving awards, which we won't see on TV to make it shorter. Uh, next thing you're going to have is Best Kiss and Best uh, on Couple. They're, they're going for an MTV kind of format. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, yes, they're very confused with what they want to do. They want to keep it prestigious and nice because it's the Oscars, it's the Academy Awards. But the younger uh, audiences are not watching it. Because the younger audiences are not watching it, not because of the Oscars itself, but be, because the Oscars has gotten so darn political. It is it's, not about the Oscar ceremony itself. It's about seeing these actors, these holier-than-thou actors, bringing politics into this, talking about whatever. We don't care. We're here to see who's going to win the award. The, we want the show. Hence, it's boring to them. They don't care. They don't exactly. want to watch it. It's a whole question of boredom. And the ratings are going to fall down. And less people are going to watch. And they're uh, in a notion of, what do we do next? How do we get people to watch? What are we going to do? 
I don't care about Meryl Streep's virtue signaling. I don't care about Oprah Winfrey's speeches. Like, I don't care. You know what the Oscars used to be? They used to have these musical performances. Mm -hmm. Do you remember those? Those big shows that, you know, like uh, for for each movie that had a best song. It was a show. It was a spectacle. It was a literally it was like a Broadway musical. That's what it was. That's why we were interested in it. Now it's become something else. It's become again, it's become too political. Yep. Just like in America right now, the NFL ratings have dropped because the NFL, the National Football League, got too political. The NFL ratings dropped. Same thing is happening with the Oscars. It's not a question of popular film. It's a question of start doing what you were supposed to be doing. The content. And and yeah. It goes back to content, like like movies, like things we've talked about previously mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. It's your content. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's make it fun. Yes. Make it enjoyable. I. I'm, I'm going to give a small example And unpredictable of like, like I remember when Billy Crystal Used to oh, host the Oscars man. And he used to have that segment At first where he used to Insert himself yes, in movies Yes yes, And that was so funny it I used so to good. wait for that the, the one that I still remember They really like me They really yes, like me The yes, one the, the, the Titanic, Titanic one, one. And and he, he, hilarious and, and so even funny. Whoopi Goldberg's, yes. uh, 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 you know, uh, when she hosted, yeah. she was hilarious too. Uh, during I think it was during Moulin Rouge that's when she hosted uh, because she came yeah. down on the thing come and get me boys and whatever it, I, it was a show she, it was a show she came wearing the costume of Queen uh, Elizabeth uh, the first yeah, and, yeah. Big and then white she dress. had Hobbit, Hobbit yeah. feet for Lord of the Rings yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fun it was a good time it was a good show good celebration enjoyable. of cinema which is what it's supposed to be which is what it's not been for the past five years it hasn't been this yeah. not to mention that it's been very predictable in in their wins because their wins are also very politically driven. True. Um, uh, We're not the only ones that are very angry about this, by the way, screeners. A lot of people in Hollywood are also angry. I was going to use another word. (laughs) Mad. Furious. Um, Actor Rob Lowe uh, also tweeted this. The film business passed away today. It, had, it, it has been in poor health for a number of years. It is survived by sequels, tent poles, and vertical integration. Boy, he does not mince his words. Mm-hmm. Woof. That is a flat-out attack on, the, on, on, on that. I mean... And, and he's been saying a lot of things we've been saying for a while about sequels and tent poles and... It's, 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 yeah, it's, I mean... I think it's part of a bigger pro- problem which is uh, happening in Hollywood and it's just getting into uh, different areas. So now you've got the Oscars and... Uh, I mean, I don't know what they, they have to do. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I mean, I, I'm reading, I'm, I'm looking through all these tweets and there's so many angry people. Uh, Mark Harris, he's actually a, a, a film critic for uh, Vulture magazine. He said, um, he said, he's, he's tweeted two separate things. He's, the first tweet was, there is, an, uh, there is already an award for popular films. It's called money. Mm-hmm. That's the first. And the second, it is truly something that in the year Black Panther, a movie made just about uh, entirely by and with black people grows to $7 million. The Academy's reaction is, and in quotations he wrote, we need to invent something separate but equal. Mm. Ouch Just it's insane 
Last year's Best Picture nominees to gross over $100 million were Get Out and Dunkirk. Imagine if both had been shoved into Best Popular Film instead and ignored by voters for the big category, wrote uh, The Atlantic's David, Sim- uh, David Sims. I mean, this it, it literally, nobody's happy with this. No, you Nobody think, is happy with this. You think you'll have like one movie which is going to be in both categories? Would that be possible? I don't even know if this is, I mean, it doesn't again. doesn't make sense. It, it, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, it scares me because this for me opens the possibility that something like Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, could win an Oscar. How about, <laughs> how about the Meg? <laughs> or the Meg. Could you imagine, you know, when the, when the DVD trailer comes out, it's, uh, uh, you know. Academy now Award on, winning. Accor- Academy Award winning the Meg. Like, seriously? No. No, no. No, 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 no. What are the criteria? I'm, I don't it- it's just, it's wrong. It's, it's, ru- it's wrong. Ru- it's, 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 it's spitting on the legacy of cinema. It, it, it really is. Yeah, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. That's what it is. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not okay with this at all. Clearly, I'm not okay with this. Uh, and clearly, not a lot of people are, you know, uh, critics and, and Hollywood people, everybody's, uh, because yeah. we understand that this is, this is a stunt. This is a, this is a, uh, you know, a rating mm-hmm. stunt. This is. It's not genuine, and it's not going to help the Oscars at all. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. This is not the MTV Awards. This is not the People's Choice Awards. This is the Oscars. This is the academia. This is the film theorists. This is the, the purity of cinema. This is what the Oscars is supposed to be. Yeah, and... I'm, I'm like, boiling. Yeah, right yeah, <laughs> I know, I, I know. And, and, I, and I understand... I don't know what to, is there anything we can do about it? Can we petition? I, I mean, I don't know. We can speak out about it, which we is can, what we're yeah, doing. We're, we're talking. We'd, we'd love to hear people's feedbacks. I mean, locally in, in Lebanon. Yeah, so, absolutely. So definitely like on, on our social media uh, pages, uh, send us your feedback. We're, we're very curious. What see. do you think? Would, yeah. you, would you, would you want to have that category? Would that be a good category in your opinion? What, Categories are missing again. I think there are much more categories which which are worthy. Uh, we we talked about three of them, and I'm sure there there are a bunch of others we yeah, haven't considered. Absolutely, uh, because it's it's a huge industry where people are working their their butts off. I mean, uh, uh, all of our screeners out there, sorry if we got a little too hot and heavy, too too passionate, too fiery uh, earlier. But uh, this is what happens when you're very passionate about this industry you kind of uh, you kind of go crazy when things happen that make no sense um so i mean yeah it's uh it's it's not so it's not so and i think the the, the choice of song was very good to calm us down yeah just a little and, bit and to remind us of the beauty of cinema, beauty of cinema. <laughs> the beauty of cinema indeed uh we are now at our recommendations at our recommendations yeah you want to go or do I go? Who goes? I don't know. Why don't you go? Okay, sure. No, you go. No, okay. <laughs> okay. So cool, cool, cool. Today, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, today I'm going to recommend the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, before talking about the film, uh, I'm going to mention Star Wars quickly. Oh, okay. The Last Jedi, which okay. was a movie where Ryan Johnson got a lot of criticism. Uh-huh. And a lot of hate and whatnot. Uh-huh. And today I want to recommend one of his previous movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a film called Looper. I love Looper so much. Yes. Looper was uh, such a fantastic movie with uh, Bruce Willis and, and Jason Gordon. Joseph. Joseph. Jason. Jason. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt, indeed. And what a, what a beautiful movie. What the, 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 the whole concept of time travel 
functions in this film and mm. it's so emotionally uh, very character driven ba- balanced and the, the characters are exactly very well driven and I really like how Joseph, see, mm-hmm. I can say Jason, uh, mimics uh, Bruce Willis. Emulates, yeah, he emulates. really They're emulates. Very, they, they, yeah. I, I can actually believe that this guy was a younger version mm-hmm. of that guy. And, and the whole twist and the whole story is so nice. And it's a, it's a very good film. Uh, it's one of Ryan Johnson's earlier uh, yeah, films. and and, and it, it is kind of it does have a big a big fan base actually. Yeah, um, yeah, it does. Looper does have uh, uh, an interesting uh, group of people who really devotedly love the film. I don't think it's very popular in Lebanon. No, no, this, this but it's sci-fi yeah. again. Sci-fi genre as a whole, sci-fi isn't really popular in in Lebanon. It's sci-fi slash time travel slash. So many things. It's, it's about sacrifice and it's about there's so many messages on, mm-hmm. on, a, on, mm-hmm. on a level that people don't look at. Uh, the love of a mother for her child. Uh, the love for what, what's the man capable of doing to get uh, the woman he loves to make, her, to make her live, to make her survive. So all these messages, all that, that film, how it works, how it fits in properly with good action, with a good script, mm-hmm. with what a movie. So check out Looper. Looper, starring Bruce Willis and Joseph yes, not Gordon Jason. Levitt, not Jason, directed and uh, Emily Blunt. Yes, uh, directed by the now very controversial Ryan Johnson. <laughs> um, I'm going to. It's been a while since I've done this, so uh, I'm going to be recommending a TV series okay. actually cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, for you screeners out there today. Uh, I've always had a love for um, political thrillers, uh, CIA espionage, you know, that sort of thing. I love those storylines. This is why I love um, uh, shows like 24, like Alias. Uh, I'm a big fan of Homeland. Um, great show, great show. Uh, you know, and, and um, there were some others that I, I CIA stuff that I, I mean, um, what do you call it? Like uh, uh, the Jack Ryan films, what is it? Uh, Clear and Present Danger, mm-hmm. um uh, the day after tomorrow? The, no, no, that was not, no. Was the day after tomorrow is the fear, sum of all fears. The sum of all Sorry, fears. There we go. Um, so all these th- that yeah. entire genre, you know, the yeah. Jason Bourne films, yeah. uh, Mission Impossible, all that stuff. So um, um, uh, recently, in the ever-growing, spreading cable networks in the U.S., uh, uh, AT and T now has original content, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. But um, AT and T and the Audience Network, including um, uh, Skydance productions who actually is a um uh uh the production house uh, behind uh, um uh, mission impossible okay. they are part of the mission impossible producers not not owned by disney no not owned by <laughs> disney um they uh recently and it's not over yet there's still one more episode and it's coming out next week and then season one will be done but it's uh it, it did get a season two which is why i'm recommending it basically um uh, it's called condor and it's based off of the film Three Days in the Condor. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's so beautifully well-crafted. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. Some of the, not some, the entire cast is super good. Um, uh, while I look them up, because I haven't memorized them. But the way that it is written and structured, uh, the way that it's shot, it literally, this is not television. 
I mean, it's not. It's shot very much on point, uh, uh, like a like a film is. There are some frames that are just so creative. It's so creatively shot. Um, it stars Max Irons, who is um, the son of Jeremy Irons. Oh, okay. Um, uh, as the lead, it stars uh, Liam Lubani, Brendan Fraser, Mira Sorvino, William Hurt, uh, Bob Bal- uh, Balaban. I mean, the cast is huge. Um, um, and and uh, it's. It, it's literally beautifully well crafted. The music, the way it's shot, the story, the narrative, it's so concise. You literally cannot breathe in this show. Every episode is around like 50 to 55 minutes. Um, it's merciless. It's merciless. It has no mercy. Uh, 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 I mean, the number of, of, of casualties uh, uh, so far this season uh, could could uh, compete with uh, Game of Thrones season. Okay, well, ooh. I mean, it, it's insane. It's absolutely, it's so good. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. And I love shows that do this. How many episodes? Uh, it's te- it's going to be 10, 10. episodes. So okay. next week is the final episode. It's the finale. Um, and, and it's been such a long time since I've literally looked at or, or seen a show of this nature that literally makes me scream out curse words when an episode ends. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check it out for yeah. sure. So that, that, that would be my recommendation uh, uh, this week, basically. Nice. Yes, indeed. So what's in theaters? Sure, really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> really, really quickly. Very quickly. quickly. <laughs> Billionaire Boys Club, The Spy Who Dumped Me, The Darkest Minds, uh, Leo Da Vinci, which is a cartoon, yep. the, the Meg. Uh, the Catcher Was a Spy, which is uh, interesting about a baseball player who becomes a spy, mm-hmm, based on mm-hmm, a true story. Mm-hmm. And a movie you've seen I haven't and I really want to see is Blind Spotted. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Also, Darkest Minds wasn't bad either. Okay. Because I saw okay. that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's upcoming next week, basically, the two ones that you should be looking out for are The Equalizer 2 and Black K Klansman, which is Spike Lee's new film. Uh, it's it's getting some really interesting yeah. reviews, so um, you, you guys should check them out. And then there's like two Middle Eastern films coming out. Uh, Minak Inta, which is like, who are you? Um, um, which is coming out next week as well. And then the other being, hang on, El Bedle, which is like the suit. Okay. Uh, essentially, those are the four films that are coming out next week. Again, it's like kind of dying down now before September, October, November kind of kicks off with more films. So if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at Alan Mahana and you can do it uh, uh, for Had at Had.solo. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can also check out our website at www.script2screenpod.com. Follow us on Enrami and Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, this is it. This is it. Two more episodes of season four before all new things. We evolve again uh, for season five. So thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank Any you. Any so final much. words? Thank you for for being loyal, and uh, the best is yet to come. Very cliche, but it is. It's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited for season five and and all the different plans that we are we are aiming for. I love that we are growing with this show, and the show is 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 becoming way more and more popular. It's yeah. it's fantastic. It's super great. So thank you guys for tuning in. Join us again next week, same time, 4 p.m., same place, Radio Lebanon, 96.2 FM. We are out of here. Cue the credits, please. Vamos.
Hi, I'm Alan. And I am Hat Solo. And together we can rule the galaxy. <laughs> That might take too much time. Let's talk about films and TV instead. That makes sense. Join us every Saturday at 4 p.m. for brand new episodes of Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. Made to be heard. <laughs>